Alrighty, folks. We think we had a little bit of audio issues coming into this. Operator error. We think they have been settled. So I don't know what is up, but here in the uh, the studio, what is it? Uh, Coffeezilla has the million dollar studio. Ours is the two dollar. Here studio. in the six dollars fifty two cents studio. Um, our audio equipment. I mean, our audio equipment's fine. It's just sometimes it just has gremlins that live in it. I don't know. Maybe my dog comes up here and messes with it when we're not paying attention. But maybe uh, started to record and noticed that I sounded like I was going through a absolute megaphone <laughs> into a stereo system, into a PA system, into another megaphone, into your ear. So hopefully, and the mics were too close together. Yeah. <laughs> and there's feedback. So hopefully this is better. So if it's not, we'll just have to deal with it. But hopefully it is better. Uh, thanks for tuning back in. This is another episode of the world's worst NASCAR podcast. I am Turnpike. I'm Green. And today we're going to dive into what happened over the weekend. Nothing of interest. At Martinsville. I say that. We had some interesting things come out of the truck race. Some interesting conversations. Interesting things were happening at the truck race. So, first time NASCAR's ever ran rain tires at an oval. In quotations. They ran rain tires in dry conditions. (laughs) Nearly. Yeah, so what's the point of having the rain tires if you have to wait till the track is basically dry anyway. Yeah, like NASCAR seems, they, they seemed like the most pleased. They're like, yes, this is exactly what we wanted to get back on the track 20 minutes sooner. I mean, it makes the TV guys happy. It does, but then I saw a lot of tweets from people in the truck world that are like, we just spent a whole ton of money so that we could start 15 minutes earlier. I guess you're right. I think that it is a call for the broadcasters to help keep them in their window a little bit better. But also, it's one of those things like, hey, why don't they pay for it? Yeah, and that's very true, and especially for our lower series. Like, Hendrick, the amount that those tires are does not matter. Timmy Hill, that amount matters. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a big difference in... Um, truck series budget versus cup series budget. So it's, I mean, here's the thing. I like the idea. I also think that this is something that can be doable if we actually run it in rain. Yeah, I would like to see legitimate running in the rain. I mean, if you get the standing water off the track. I understand that part, you know? But if you get the standing water off the track, let them loose. Um, I understand if maybe the trail's too big, if you we don't want to run during little rainfall, but get standing water off the track, I don't see why we why that couldn't have worked, you know? Um that being said, I think this would also be an opportunity for NASCAR to make Goodyear step up and be like, hey, if we're running race tires today, or uh, rain tires today, if you run rain tires, swap out the slicks you bought from us for the rain. 
you know? Goodyear's going to charge whatever they want for those rain tires or those slicks. For some reason, there's no competition. Afraid of people dying or something. But, um, trade them out, you know? Yeah, you could probably swap them, like, for, like, maybe, I don't know. Because they had to buy, they had to buy one to two sets of rain tires. Just trade your slicks in for a set of rain tires. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. That sounds like an issue that the the teams themselves are going to have to go fight for. Cause, I mean, and I'm sure they will, and I sh- I'm sure they will, and I hope it gets. I hope they get that fixed. This was the but, first time it was an issue. That's the yeah. thing. Well, sometimes you have to have an issue before you kind of realize what's going on. I thought I saw a funny. I say funny. It's more of a whoa kind of tweet from uh, Chase uh, Cabre, 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 Cabre. I don't know. I don't know how to say his last name, but um, he put out the dollar amount that it cost all those teams to buy all those tires and it was a crazy amount it was give me two seconds and i can pull it up all right this is a tweet from chase it says one hundred seventy-two thousand eight hundred dollars spent in rain tires two sets at 2400 apiece for 36 trucks and we're gonna not finish this race because of rain rain what we buy the tires for Twenty four hundred dollars a set of tires. That's uh, that's that's quite a that's quite a lot of money. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like to Hendrick, that don't matter. Yep. To a lot of these smaller teams, that's a big deal. So All right. Well, let's talk about the big story from Saturday that people tend to get very mad about with the Carson Hosevar incident. Oh Lord. So here's full disclosure. Friday and Saturday, this was one of the few weekends in the last like two seasons I haven't watched the truck race and the Xfinity race. Honestly, I didn't watch a ton of racing this weekend to begin with, which is which is odd for me because usually there are some weekends where I will watch truck Xfinity Cup, Formula One, Formula Two, qualifying for all three series, like all of them, like I'll just be from wake up to go to sleep like motorsports. Not this week for whatever reason. Um, but with the Carson Hosevar incident, uh, I legitimately do not know because I am a Carson Hosevar fan. I love Carson. And, you know, my brain's obviously going to have the, well, he didn't do it on purpose because I like him. So your, so your bias is going to be, you know, towards the guy you like. Um, however, I will say there were some compelling counter arguments to, the the wreck being intentional or not. Carson has had intentional wrecks and stuff like this in the past, but if you look at the replay, it honestly, the tire was down when he was starting to go veer to the left. And it's hard to tell because he had dark gloves on, but it didn't look like his hands were necessarily gunning in the turn left position. Bad habits die hard. Bad habits do die hard. And, and I'm not saying he did. I'm not saying he didn't. I'm just saying it's not immediately cut and dry of this was intentional, this is not intentional. This kind of lives in the weird gray area for me. So I just want to make my bias, you know, get that up front and be like, hey, I do well, like see, Carson, so my and judgment I really, might be clouded. I want to think the best, too, and I like him, too. I just, he has not given me a reason 
to look into it. Mm, yeah. I mean, he, he's lost the benefit of the doubt. I could go in there and try to zoom in on the video and try and see something, but I was like, at this point, I think I think there was some intention to it, just personally. Uh, and there might have been. I don't know. Uh, now, yes, but, the know, tire's down. The tire's down. I know. But that was a sharp turn. At I mean, a convenient location. There might be it might be a little <laughs> bit of I felt the tire down. I'm taking him with me. Yeah. You know, that that, that could be And I'm not saying that, that's not that what happened. I'm just saying so. that I think whatever did happen, there was thought process. Or, there. you know, you feel the tire go down, you start to have that jerk to the left and you say, you know what? I'm gonna let it go. I'm not gonna try to save it. I'm just gonna Oops. That could happen. So yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think people are gonna people blow it up. I've never been one to super care about whether or not stuff was intentional or not. That's just kind of how I how I roll. Well, and that's makes true. good TV. Do you think NASCAR so, was right to penalize them? Uh, I would say if NASCAR penalized them, they probably had a little bit more data than we do as the fan, where maybe they saw something. Uh, they definitive. didn't have time to pull that up. They didn't, and I don't know, um, because it was pretty immediate. If they knew it was intentional, then sure, whatever. But also, that kind of sets a scary precedent of, oops, I legitimately wrecked and took somebody out. NASCAR thinks I did it intentionally. Now I have a two-lap penalty. So here, so. here's where my opinion gets, like, I'm not sure exactly where I stand. We just talked about how a $2,400 set of tires is a financial burden to some race teams. What about a brand new truck? A new truck. Which direction did he go to spin the guy? Into the field of cars coming. Now it's yellow flag, don't get me wrong. Yeah, once again, that's not always good. Yeah. <laughs> but and here's the thing, it's one of those deals where it's like I would love to just keep hands off like we talk about with Cup all the time. Boys have at it, police yeah. it yourselves. But at what point like you're involving other teams. It's not one on one. If he spins him out successfully, someone else comes out of that with damage. Yeah. If not a multitude of people come out with damage. Yep. That's not a doing in between well, this guy ran this person hard, so if he gets it back, he deserved it. It's not that. Yeah. It's I was driving under caution. And some guy wrecked another guy into me. Yep. So you're working with small budgets and having that happen. That's where I'm like, I'm okay with this penalty, I think. It sucks that it's questionable whether he did it. And I don't know if it's... I don't know, but I think I'm okay with the penalty. Because of the series. If it was in Cup, I don't think I'd want a penalty. Well, I also want to make it abundantly clear that uh, my penalty would have 100% been different had this been at a mile and a half, yes. super speedway, whatever. Yes. Yeah, just want to make that abundantly clear. Well, and here's the thing. Uh, under yellow, I think maybe they could go without on a mile and a half where there's a lot more space. Martinsville is so tight. Like I'm saying, if he spins him, there is contact. Yeah. If he spins him... 
I don't know. It's under caution. You don't want to mess around under. Well, no, it wasn't under caution yet. This was during the accident, right? Yeah. It so wasn't. During, I wasn't during caution. I don't know, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't need to be open. Bad situation and, either way. But, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. Bad. You know, whatever. Whatever you think, intentional or not. So. Once again, Carson is a guy that you know will no longer get the benefit of the doubt for a lot of people. It's like when it's like Denny Ross. Hamlin, it's like it's like Ross in certain situations. If Ross legitimately didn't mean to do something, he's not going to get the benefit of the doubt of he didn't mean to. When so. Denny Hamlin tweets, "What's wrong with this kid?" and you are the kid. Yeah, maybe you messed up. <laughs> like it's not even. It's such. It's such a degrading thing. It's not even just. Well, that was a bad move. Like, what's wrong with this kid? <laughs> this, <laughs> this youth. <laughs> Let's play hide and seek. I will hide, and you will seek professional help. That's the hide and seek that we're gonna play. <laughs> oh, no, that Lord. was kind of wild. That was. I mean, that was kind of wild. So, I heard some uh, heartbreaking news this week. Oh dear. Um, I say heartbreaking. Most of the fan base probably was for it because. He has the biggest fan base of the entire sport. It was announced after we recorded this podcast that Chase Elliott was to make his return this weekend. And my pick for the weekend, Josh Berry. So funny. <sighs> Let's go ahead and dig into it. RSO picks. As I just led into, I did not get a starting position. <laughs> you got zero. I got zero got the points. Big nada. And to his credit, Turnpike, when I, it was so funny. I saw the announcement. I sent one word to Turnpike. Heck. 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 <laughs> he went, heck. heck. <laughs> I think, About what? <laughs> and I sent him what was up. He's like, oh, do we need to get you a new pick? I was like, I made my pick. Yeah. That's what I, you didn't I, pick the nine car. You picked Josh Berry, which yes. is funny. I was listening back today. I technically said I'm gonna pick Josh Berry, the nine car. I have benefit of the doubt. No, I'm kidding. It, it didn't. It's zero points. I mean, That's I wouldn't like, let you change it this deep in. But exactly, yeah. exactly. So looking back, you actually had a really good pick. You had Dennis Hamlin, who ended up with a fourth place positioning position, getting you 37 points. Hey, that's a go. good good I, pick. What 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 did he finish? Fourth. Fourth. Well, before that last caution or whatever, he was leading the race, so that could have been awesome. Yeah, but I'll still take a third. I'll still take a third. Fourth. Fourth. Sorry. <laughs> so that brought you it's in for when Kyle Larson <laughs> gets DQ'd for something in the middle of the week. <laughs> So that that brings our score to green 224, Turnpike 211. You've brought it down to a 13-point gap from a 50 last week. At this point last year, I was down by like 300 points. So you know what? I'll take it. And you still freaking won. Well, that's just kind of how it goes. Stupid playoffs. So, for better or worse... Sunday Mostly happened. Worse. Mostly worse. Oh, here's a here's a fact that you probably didn't know. Uh, my sister was at the race. Actually, uh, your dad told me about yeah. that. Yeah. So my sister is not a NASCAR fan, and uh, she has some friends that are NASCAR friends. She goes to uh, college up in Virginia, so they all went to the race. Um, let's see some of uh, these fun texts I got. <laughs> 
um, <laughs> from a fan that hasn't had that hasn't uh, watched before. Um, it was a lot of uh, who's who. I was just explaining, kind of, you know, who's doing what. And uh, she bought a Dale Earnhardt shirt. She bought the Daytona 500 Dale Earnhardt shirt at the NASCAR like retro thing. Yee. And uh, some text from my sister. So we'll we'll go from these. Uh, all right. I just don't understand why they won't pass each other. That was a text. <laughs> um. And I said it's a, there's, there's a lot of things about like momentum, positioning, grip, like all that stuff. She's like, so I couldn't just slip right by the person in front of me. Seems rigged for whoever starts in first. Uh, yeah did you the first what 168 laps yeah <sighs> i was she was asking for fun facts i told her that william byron's dating ryan blaney's sister uh, <laughs> yeah she said she was asking like all the like fun like first time facts like uh why are the front three so far ahead of everyone else can't be that hard to catch up what's the speed limit on pit like she didn't say pit road but she said what's the speed limit that the 41 passed what makes a car good what does drive off the corner mean? Why why wouldn't everyone's car be equally good? Noticing too many Fords in the back. <laughs> My sister absolutely obliterated Ford. Oh, that's awesome. And I said, well, there's actually a lot of Fords in the front because they're first, second, fourth, fifth, and eighth right now. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it was kind of fun. And she said, well, th- now this is something I have heard from a lot of NASCAR fans um, that I would like to dive into something eventually. But she said, uh, how fast are these guys going? And I said, I think like at Martinsville, it averages like 90 miles an hour is the average like speed. You get up to about 110 yeah. and then down but to it av- 60. But it averages out. But yeah, to and about then 90. down to 60. Yeah. And she said, that seems slow. So what is interesting is you've seen a lot of NASCAR fans. And uh, I actually got this from something else. I'd like, like I said, I'd like to talk about this sometime. Of They don't understand... Like, it doesn't look very fast. They're like, these are race cars. Why aren't they faster? Because they don't understand that you can't go 300 miles an hour in a turn. Like, just especially the, the paper clip. Just a casual viewer of, like, why aren't they driving faster? Because people have no, like, idea of how cars work, aside from, like, Fast and Furious, which is, like, obviously very realistic. Um, give or take. Give or take um, not being realistic at all. But, uh, yeah, I, I just got lots of fun uh fun text from my sister i think i think those how many how many cars do each wait this was the how many cars do each number have and i said rephrase that and she said i know that byron also has the raptor how many cars does he have and how does a team choose which one to drive i said well raptor is a sponsor and it's whoever pays for the sponsorship for a week and then i was trying to explain like like cars are different on different tracks, like all that, all yeah. that crazy stuff. So I hope she had a good time. Yeah, um, she went with a bunch of friends, so it was kind of cool being able to do the new fan experience for my sister. So your I don't know if she's a me, fan, but your dad told me about the why aren't they passing? Why aren't they passing? Each and other? I think that sums up the day. Yeah, well, I w- credit where credit is due. I think that this race was much better than last year's Martinsville race. Well, yes. Last year's Martinsville race might have been the worst race I've ever watched. This was... It set a low bar. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it was kind of in... Uh, ooh, hold on. Let me see if I can explain this in a way that makes sense. It was the category that most people really hate. It was in the meh category. 
It wasn't. Sometimes you remember a race because it's so good. Sometimes you remember a race because it's so bad. This is in that weird middle ground where it's another race that you're not going to remember ever. Yeah. Like the 2021 Daytona, like the Indianapolis road course, but the corner coming up, that race was terrible. I always remember that race. Mm-hmm. Yep. This will be a race that in two weeks, I won't remember what happened. Here's here's the problem. The lower downforce did make it slightly better. It wasn't one. Yeah. One issue, Goodyear. Tires were terrible. Tires did not matter. I would have liked to see a team push it all race and see what happened. The other issue is the problem with the cup cars at Martinsville is not aerodynamic. Yeah. It's mechanical. It's five gears. It's that kind of stuff. Wider tires. Yeah. All that stuff is the stuff that's wrong. And I heard something that ticked me off. <laughs> and Denny Hamlin was talking on his podcast about how one of the reasons tire wear isn't so bad is because our horsepower is down. Where we don't have the power to tear up the tires. Turn it, yeah, that's true. So Kevin Dude, Harvick why, about that why are we on lower horsepower? Because the manufacturers want it for some reason. It's not just that. It, the biggest issue is NASCAR is a huge cost-cutting phase. Yeah. The big idea was this will bring the engine bill down. Guess what it has not done? Bring the engine bill down? Big engine make good. Well, I mean, you got to think about it. They're Rocket still making science. a big engine. It's just yeah. neutered. Could be bigger. And we're still doing this package even though it's not saving them money. Hmm. We're still doing this engine package. Yeah. The whole purpose of doing the engine package is save them money, and it's not saving them money. So let's put some more horsepower back into it. I agree. I think I think Kevin Harvick was out out on force on Twitter today, uh, saying pretty much the same a thing. A thousand horsepower. Yeah. Did you see that one tweet that was like, "Well, if they make a thousand horsepower, would you stay one more year?" And he said, "If they get rid of the mud flaps." Did he really? Yeah. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah, the mud flaps. If if we're not gonna race in rain, because that's where the mud flaps would help. Yeah. Why? Yeah. But anyways, why? it's just collecting rubber and causing stuff like Christopher Bell's. Was it Christopher Bell? The what? Who who did burnout and like set his car on fire? Oh, John Hernandez. Was that John Hernandez? I couldn't remember if it was him or if a cup driver came down. Yeah, the the issues are not aerodynamic, and yes, making less grip will help. But as long as they can throw the car down to fourth and drive away. You're not going to lose the momentum like you did when you didn't have a gear to go down to. Fair enough. Guy coming off. That's the thing. You would be in fourth gear the whole time in the old car, and guy would come off with 5,500 RPMs versus 4,300 RPMs. That's a big difference. Yeah. And you're going to see that in the drive off and through the entire straightaway. So... The fact that we don't have that anymore is huge. I'm just thinking about 5,300 RPMs in my car. Like, <laughs> nah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's just... And this is the track that feels that the most. 
Bristol, you don't shift. You're going too fast in the yeah. corner. Same thing with like Phoenix and all that stuff. Martinsville is the biggest one because you have to slow down so yeah, much. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's almost full. I mean, like I was just saying, it's about 110 to about 60, 70. So, I don't know. One of these days, they're just gonna have to make major changes. And when are they willing to do it? I think it's one of those things that maybe if you let the teams have a little bit more say in figuring stuff out and experimenting. I mean, it's one of those things that once a team figures it out, everyone else is going to figure it out too. Can I go to Fantasyland for a minute? Oh, let's let's go to Green's Fantasyland. What would you be opposed? Xfinity cars for both Cup and Xfinity. I mean. Do you have a problem with them driving the same race car? Uh, I like how the cup car looks a lot better, but other than, I mean, I don't have any real reasons other than it the looks cup a car lot looks better awesome. going in a straight line, single file behind all the other ones. Yeah, it looks awesome to me. If you wanted to make a horsepower difference, give the cup guys more horsepower. The Xfinity cars are awesome. They've been awesome mm-hmm. for a long time, and. I would watch more if it wasn't just literally I try to watch the cup race and that's about how much time I have to spend watching racing. So, I mean, in my perfect world, we go to an Xfinity car. Why can't we just fix the car we got? Why just fix it? Because how are you going? They would have to, (laughs) they'd have to totally undo like all the changes they made. Well, it's NASCAR's fault. NASCAR should pay for it. Yes. But there's no reason, in my opinion, that NASCAR can't just lay down their pride and go to an Xfinity car. What is there a problem you have with the Xfinity car that would? I don't like how they look. Yeah, <laughs> That's, like you know me, I'm yeah. not. A, I'm not a big oh the technical side of things. I yeah. am very swayed by aesthetics. Yeah, and the the Cup car just looks so good well then here's the question i'm just saying like that i would be sad because i like how it looks here's the other question then would there be more attention put into the design of the xfinity car if it was the top series probably i mean and here's the other thing about it you're wanting to cut costs do you really think the costs are the same for an xfinity team and a cup team no you would cut costs a lot right there cut a lot of stuff i mean Yes, NASCAR would have to basically announce to the world that they just had a big L in this Gen 7 car. They're not going to do that. And they're, <laughs> Let's be real, the they ain't going to do it. That's the problem, is we're not going to get to the point where they'll be like, we were wrong, we messed up, we need to make a change. They're going to try and fix this broken hunk of junk that's only good at road courses. And sometimes mile and a half. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, it's not... It's not made for the racing we do. It's made for road racing. It's got a really wide tire. It's got five gears and sequential shifter. It's got all these things that, and a ton of downforce, all these things that do great on a road course. Don't get me wrong. But now we're watching the rest of our product suffer. Yeah. And I don't want to see NASCAR become a road series. There's about 50 other of those. I will say... The one thing I really liked about Gen 6 was the one thing that Gen 7 can't do with the short tracks and stuff. NASCAR raised this whole movement 
yeah. of more short tracks revived North Bo- North Wilkesboro Speedway, and our car sucks on short tracks now. That's about the most anticlimactic thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, because it's just there was this just huge rally. Like, it wasn't a small minority of people. It was the fan base calling out, we need more short tracks. And we just saw a Martinsville race, one of the best short tracks on the schedule, and you literally just called it the worst kind of race, a meh race. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, not. I know not every race is going to be like the fall 2020 Race with but Chase none Elliott. Of the short track races have in. in the last two. Like years. I'm just saying, like I know none every of them happen. There, there, there comes a time where each track will go up and down. There'll be really good races at a track and really bad races at a track. So part of me is like, well, maybe it's just, but I don't think so. But it's because of the car. There's yeah. not going to be. There's not a ton of races that are going to be bad just out of the blue without any changes to the rule package. Ah, eh, well, some of them are. Mile and a half racing got worse because they went down to 550 horsepower and throw a big old spoiler on the back of the Gen 6 car. Yep. I mean, I don't know. I'm. It's just, it really sucks to know that we're probably stuck in this rut for a while. Yeah. Because you can't change the tire size, to my knowledge. And that's a big deal. Mount of rubber on track is a huge deal in how much grip you have. I don't know what on earth it would take to change a gearbox. I don't know how easy or of a pain that would be. It's just... I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. Wild. Well, let's... Cry. Talk about... Oh, Kyle Larson won the race. I mean, whoever was in front with a hundred to go probably would have. Yeah, because you weren't going to pass anybody. Yeah, I was really hoping it would have been Hamlin. Do you realize who led the first one hundred and sixty-eight laps of this race? Ryan Priest. You know who else I haven't heard of this season? Ryan (laughs) Priest. Yeah, dude. I mean, Stuart Haas looked much better this week. Of course, they they threw it away, but um, unlucky with a caution or two. But yeah, it was wild seeing Stuart Haas back up there, especially the forty-one. It's like okay whatever <laughs> but then the five car one which is just i think mean, that's just how it goes mid race gets won by the five car and it makes it just mid so i will say oh i forgot to say i meant to do this last week but it didn't so i was texting our buddy jacob who has finally caught up with the whole podcast yeah, and, finally. Uh, good job i man. was texting him during bristol dirt like because you know like, i can't watch i can't when you're at the track you can't then I know what's going broadcast on and like whatever's going on. I told him I'd talk about this because I, I plan on it. So we were talking about how this was right after Kyle Larson got something happened to Kyle Larson and uh, Kyle Larson was then flying and I texted him and I said, he's passed like seven cars in less than two laps. And Jacob said, Oh, don't worry. Priest will take him out. And then like 10 laps later, priest took him out and <laughs> he called it. And I was like, how did you know that? That's hilarious. How did you know that? Also, he's like a diehard Larson guy, so um, his bank account with all the Kyle Larson race wins is just destroyed. So Negative. Say keep him in your prayers because he has to spend <laughs> $6 billion on Kyle Larson race wins. And he gives me a hard time because a couple weeks ago I said that Kyle Larson was the second. Like, he wasn't as good as Chase Elliott. 
One day I, he's gonna have to choose between groceries and a Kyle Larson win diecast. Yeah, and he's gonna be like, I gotta get the diecast. Hey, I mean, <laughs> I mean, French toast sticks are pretty good, but this Kyle Larson diecast is pretty rocking. So, French yeah, he called it, and uh, yeah, that was just what it was. So Kyle Larson wins again. Congratulations! I'm pretty sure him and William Byron are the only two drivers this season with more than one win. The 24 and the 5 with uh, both Hendrick cars. And, uh, yeah, other than that, don't have a lot to say about the actual race. It was just kind of like whatever. Yes. It was a race that, like, some races I'm sitting there glued to my TV because it's bad or it's really good. This was like I was just playing, like, a game on my computer. I wasn't really paying that much attention to the race. There's nothing to pay attention to. It's just what's going on. Yeah. So, Well, I think we are going to Talladega next week. Yes, Talladega. So we need to make some Talladega picks. And considering that uh, you got crushed last week, why don't you pick first? All right. I have a feeling me and you are both going to go down the same logic on this one like we usually do, but hey, we'll see. Yeah, and it usually has very mixed results. It does. I was like scrolling down, seeing whoever's like bad. And I was like, oh, Harrison Burton might be... Oh, wait, never mind. He's bad there, too. Ooh. Rip him. Uh, ooh, I could oh, do I got, that, I got though. mine. I think I got mine. If I haven't picked mine, which I don't think I have. Um, I'm going to go with Bubba Wallace. That's a good one. Always a threat to win on the super speedways. Oh, yeah. And, and no I am going to take... Let's take the man who, uh, in Xfinity, was quite good on the super speedways. So give me Mr. Justin Haley. Hey, technically he is a Cup Series super speedway winner. Technically. By luck and rain, but (laughs) he still won it. I mean, that's how it goes. His name is on the list of winners. Oh, yeah. Uh, Motorsports Games is on the hot seat with NASCAR, finally, so maybe that'll get solved. Um, the fact that that's public yeah, probably means that means something. it's not going well. That means it's not going well. So uh, we've we've talked about Motorsports Games a lot on this show. Um, like we said, uh, we have not good things to say about the company, not the people. The people working on the game are, we know, we've met them Uh they're all great. We're we met about, one we're, of them. We're talking about the higher ups. Yeah, we <laughs> met one of them. But like you could tell, the people there actually want to make a good game. It's just people behind the big desk at the top of the building that are uh, not necessarily letting it happen. So, yeah, uh, that it sucks. I, I'm glad NASCAR is at least trying to hold them accountable. At least is gonna go talk to him and see what's up. Um, if last year wasn't the time, I guess now is. Especially seeing how they've announced what a delay of another year. Like we won't get a game till twenty twenty four. All of a sudden, it's it's time. It it just it's needs time. to it needs to be removed from them. And I don't know if NASCAR has the right to just pull it at any moment. I'm not sure how their agreement works, but they need to get it out of motorsports games' hands. Yep. And 
I still I need to buy that World of Outlaws game and see how Monster Games did with it with iRacing. I'd say that one's probably better than you think. I am a very, very big iRacing supporter. I love iRacing. Um, actually, I have a new steering wheel stand waiting in my living room to be assembled. But um, I think it'd be great to see them have the title, but I'm admitting that I have not played the other title that they participated in. So that is a blind... I know iRacing's good, but <laughs> I have not not driven their only console game. I think it'd be cool to see them have it, though. And I think Dale Jr. having... I mean, indirectly, Dale Jr. has the rights. <laughs> he's not the owner of iRacing, don't get me wrong, but he's yeah, yeah. he's in there, and I'm sure he would be a very loud voice in trying to make sure it doesn't suck. <laughs> you know? Because that's one of the things he cares about, is more on the simulation side, but I think he'd care about the the video game too, especially if it got somewhere near his hands, you know? Yep. So, yeah, all we can do is hope and pray, but anyway, wow. Well, that was something. So I think that's all we got to talk about. Well, kind of a slow week. There wasn't like any big breaking have to talk about this kind of news. No. So race mid news week, mid yeah. podcast mid. Well, that's being generous. This weekend's not going to be mid. Oh, yeah, that's right. We will Saturday be at our favorite night. racetrack. Lonesome Pine Raceway in Coburn, Virginia Ye to the is hall. the place to be. We have the Southeast Super Trucks running with the limited late malls as well. We have Street Stocks. We got Carolina Vintage, Pure Fours, Bandos. It's going to be an amazing night of racing at the Pine. It's going to be this Saturday night. Green Flag will fly at about 7 o'clock. So it's going to be a good night of racing. Y'all need to try and make it out there. Awesome facility. Um, the the track was actually originally made for um, like trucks and Xfinity like years ago. And it never never ended up holding those dates. But it's a huge facility that would have been worthy had it been given the opportunity and it's it's a really fun, really fun track. So if y'all are available to come out, y'all need to make the trip out there. It is a good time. Um, me and Turnpike will be out there. And yeah, feel feel free to stop by. It's going to be an awesome night. Yeah, buddy. I'm ready to get back to the track. I ain't oh, been yeah. to a track yet this year, and I am itching. Yeah, buddy. I'm I'm ready well, to get back. We'll to the be track. there, so we will. I'm looking forward to it. I know I know you are because you you always are. But anyway, I think that's gonna do it for another episode of the world's worst NASCAR podcast. Be sure to follow us on all of our socials at Right Sides Pod. You squint your eyes media. to try and remember this every week. Yes, because when I try to think, I have to cut out distractions, and when I and I'm distracting you. Yes. Well, when I look up around my room, uh, you, my room is very visually stimulating. There's a lot of stuff in here. Keep your room. that in mind. Like I that Clemson helmet, I got diecast cars, I got hats, I got all sorts of stuff. You got deer antlers, deer not heads, antlers. just antlers. I mean, those are Oh wait, just, no, those are supposed to be trees. Yeah, it was like an outdoor theme in my room when I was Well, it's a kid. really dark in here. I I I forgot yeah. that that was supposed to be trees. I mean, you're just kind of stupid, so. Well, I've been called It's boys. just what it is. Uh follow me on Twitter at turnpike_ underscore. Oh, follow me at RSO underscore green. There you go. And uh, tune in next week 
when Dylan will be rating all of the flavors of Prime and telling us why he doesn't like any of them. Was it rating as in attacking or rating as in scoring? Both. Step one is you have to steal them from Walmart. <laughs> and then step two is you give them a number rating. I think giving the number rating would be the hardest part of that challenge. <laughs> Stealing them from Walmart is the easy part. No one cares. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. What, what minimum Walmarts wage do... employee is going to chase you down because you stole Prime? Well, also... By the way, they're at Ingles, too. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Yes, they are. When? <laughs> Just the other day, they were there. I was there... St- Last night. This one? Right down the road? Yes. It's there. Where? In the energy drink. Where on earth do you think it would In be? The energy drinks? Yeah, where they Because I got a are. monster from right there. Well, you blind. They didn't have the rocket pop. I don't I mean I I highly I don't know if Prime made a deal with Ingles, but they've been trying to get it in more places. It's in it's in like Weagles and Sheets. Weagles, gas that's stations. such a funny name. Weagles, Weagles, sheets, quick trip. Oh man, they need to get it in Bucky's if they haven't got it in Bucky's yet. Or Busey's, as Busey's. Haley Deegan calls it. Gary Busey owns the store. Okay, anyway, <laughs> tune in next week and uh, we'll see you guys there. But until then, uh, don't listen to any other podcasts. They are bad. They are bad for your health. You will die. Heart attack. Amen.